The scripture for today is Joshua chapter 24 verse 1 and verse 8 to 15. Then Joshua assembled all the tribes of Israel at Shechem. He summoned the elders, leaders, judges, and officials of Israel, and they presented themselves to God. Verse number 8. I brought you to the land of the Amorite, who lived east of the Jordan. They fought against you, but I gave them into your hands. I destroyed them from before you, and you took possession of their land. When Balak, son of Zippor, the king of Moab, prepared to fight against Israel, he sent for Balaam, son of Baal, to put a curse on you. But I would not listen to Balaam, so he blessed you again and again, and I delivered you out of his hand. Then you crossed the Jordan and came to Jericho. The citizen of Jericho fought against you, as did also the Amorite, Perizzite, Canaanite, Hittite, Gegeshite, Hivatite, and Jebusite. But I gave them into your hand. I sent the hornet ahead of you, which drove them out before you, also the two Amorite kings. You did not do it with your own sword and bow. So I gave you a land on which you did not toil, and cities you did not build. And you live in them, and eat from vineyard and olive grove that you did not plant. Now fear the Lord, and serve him with all faithfulness. Throw away the gods of your ancestors that they worship beyond Euphrates, river, and in Egypt, and serve the Lord. But if serving the Lord seems undesirable to you, then choose for yourself this day whom you will serve, whether the gods your ancestors served beyond the Euphrates or the gods of the Amorite, in whose land you are living. But as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. And here is the New Testament reading from the book of Hebrew, chapter 10, verse 16 and 17. This is the agreement I will make with the people of Israel. Though they broke their first agreement, I will write my laws into their hands so that they will always know my will. And I will put my laws in their hands so that they will want to obey them. And then he adds, I will never again remember their sins. Today is the first Sunday of January, the year of the Lord, 2019. And it's a time that Christians make resolution after careful consideration to enter into a solemn contract between God and ourselves, to act together in accordance with the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. The title of this uh, podcast today is Renewing Your Covenant with God. In making covenant, we have taken decision that we want to bring ourselves under the leadership of the Holy Spirit. Decision-making in itself has been a part and parcel of the human race since Eden. 
and it is also considered a second nature. In Eden, for example, our forebearers, Adam and Eve, had had to make decisions that altered their lives and that of their progenitors forever. Cain and Abel had to make decisions about what God was worth to them. Israel, on many occasions during their journeys in the wilderness, had had to make decisions too. While courting of covenant is a commonplace in the Old Testament, it is not the case with the New Testament. However, when it does, it brings covenanting to a new and refreshing understanding. And it is referred to as the better covenant in the New Testament. You find that in Hebrew chapter 7 verse 22. Because it no longer depends on the insistent shedding of some animal blood, but on one wholesome sacrifice of Jesus Christ on the cross of Calvary. It came to that point in the life of Joshua, the servant of God, that it became necessary for him to ask the people to decide and renew their covenant with Yahweh. This is important because of the task ahead. They could no longer afford to be complacent with the status quo. There are challenges ahead that required a great dedication to God. So Joshua said to the people, Now fear the Lord and serve him with all faithfulness. Throw away the gods of your ancestors beyond the Euphrates River and in Egypt and serve the Lord. But if serving the Lord seems undesirable to you, then choose for yourself this day whom you will serve, whether the gods your ancestors served beyond the Euphrates or the gods of the Amorite in whose land you are living. But as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. Now, the reason we need to make covenant with God every time, every year, is because of the challenges ahead of us. Every year brings new and different kind of challenge. That what to help us to overcome these challenges will be how we begin and who we put our trust on. Like Joshua, we know that that is the case for us as children of God. There's so much happening in the world today around us that need to be considered. And for us as Christians, we need to really, really consider this by re-covenanting with God. So in the beginning uh, from verse 1 of chapter 24, Joshua gave a concise history of their dealings and encounter with God till that point in Shechem when he addressed the elders. This again was necessary because if the people were to move forward beyond their immediate environment, they needed to be reminded of where they were coming from. Likewise, as Christians, there is a need to know where we have traveled from, where we are now, and where we are heading. I believe that early Christians understood the act of annual covenanting as an important reminder of who we are as followers of Jesus Christ, and where we came from, where we are, and where we're heading. This is why I believe Joshua found it necessary to recount to them the history of their testimonies with the Lord. For us in the new year as Christians, we need to look back and see what God 
hath done in our lives. And that thing will make us to want to seek to depend on him more. First Peter 2.9 says, But ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, and holy nation, a peculiar people, that ye should show forth the praises of him who hath called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Figuratively speaking, we were called out of darkness into marvelous light. And note, it is not just any kind of light, but a marvelous one. For example, myself, I was called out of a life of sin to walk with God. And so are some of you out there listening to my voice. Our testimonies, therefore, should correlate with the clarion call and should also set us apart as a result. Israel was about to enter into a world that will challenge all that they have ever known. They are now going to meet with the outside world whose life and worldview are totally alien from theirs. So they must be prepared and in preparing they must now make or renew their covenant with God who called them in the first instance. At the special remembrance supper table with his disciples, Jesus Christ spoke of the new covenant and he said, This is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many. The main thrust of a covenant is reconciliation to God. For example, 2 Corinthians 5.19 says this, To wit that God was in Christ reconciling the word unto himself, not imputing their trespasses unto them, and had committed unto us the word of reconciliation. Covenant brings into action the recompensing sacrifice of Jesus Christ for all of mankind, but more importantly, it brings you, the child of God, closer to your heavenly Father in a very personal way. Covenant relationship helps us to understand and recognize others who are within the same covenant framework. This is what binds us together as one people, regardless of color, class, creed, one nation bound in freedom. Covenant relationship with God is awe-inspiring. And as we re-enter yet another covenant with God this year, let us bear in mind that it comes with responsibility to God and to each other. We must do well not to enter into divine covenant with any kind of baggages on our hearts, but with only a heart full of grace and truth, which is our calling. And finally, Hebrews 12.1 tells us, Since we have such a huge crowd of men of faith watching us from the grandstands, let us strip off anything that slows us down or holds us back, and especially those sins that wrap themselves so tightly around our feet and trip us up. And let us run with patience the particular race that God has set before us. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word that has come so strong and powerful. I pray for my brothers and sisters 
listening to the sound of my voice today, that you will bless them as they progress into the year 2019. God bless you.